Websites are not permanent. You can change the content anytime you want to. And to be honest, I think you should. But I don't think you should do it without a good reason. So in this episode of Think Inside the Square, we're digging into analytics. I want to teach you about the top five metrics that you should keep an eye on. These stats will help you understand how people interact with your content and how you can make it better. Welcome to Think Inside the Square, a podcast full of quick tips and tricks to help you create a Squarespace website that you're proud of. I'm your host, Becca Harpain, Squarespace expert and founder of InsideTheSquare.co. In this episode, we're diving into the five key analytics metrics that every website owner should track. For a transcript of this episode, along with the links to any resources mentioned, visit InsideTheSquare.co forward slash podcast. The term Squarespace is a trademark of Squarespace Incorporated. This content is not affiliated with Squarespace Incorporated. You can be using Squarespace Analytics, Google Analytics, or another third-party program. I honestly don't care where these numbers come from. It's the patterns that matter the most. Reviewing your website's metrics can help you improve the content so the right people reach the right content and you reach your business goals. We want to dig into the details to find out what your audience likes, how they found you, and what you can do to help them and any future visitors find what they're looking for. Let's go ahead and start with one of the most important metrics, bounce rate. Bounce rate is the percentage of visitors who land on a page on your site and then bounce away without exploring any further. They don't click on a button. They don't scroll to the bottom. They don't go to another page. They don't play a video. They load the page and then they leave. Why does this matter? Well, a high bounce rate could be a sign of a few different problems. If you look at your analytics and you see a page or a few pages with a high bounce rate, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Is the page confusing? Are the next steps clear or is there so much going on that people would rather leave than choose their own adventure? The next question, is there anything to do? Is it a blog post with no lead magnet, no call to action, no recommended articles below, nothing for a visitor to do but read and then leave? Then you have some updates to make, my friend. And the last question, is your page outdated or showing up for the wrong reasons? If it's obviously old content, people aren't likely to stick around. If it's been showing up in search results for the wrong topic, that's a red flag right there. Both of those are reasons to redesign and re-optimize that page on your website. So first metric, bounce rate. The higher the number, the worse it is. On to the second metric, page views. This metric tells you how many times a page on your website has been viewed. Why is this so important? It helps you understand which pages are the most popular. You can use this information to optimize content and drive more traffic to high-value areas of your website. It's also good to do just a quick check comparing total visits to page views. Are people looking at more than one thing? That, paired with a low bounce rate, is a great sign. It means that people are exploring more about what you have to share once they're on your site. But a low number of page views compared to total visits, paired with a high bounce rate, that's not great. It means that people are getting to your site and they're really not interested in what they see. It might be time to reevaluate your menu structure, your page layout, or the type of content that you're sharing. Conversion rate is our next metric. It sounds like a salesy thing, and technically it can be, but not always. A conversion can be about any action you want a visitor to take. Signing up for a newsletter, downloading a freebie, making a purchase. 
This metric tells you how often your website is converting visitors into customers and or leads. It's important to group these by type of conversion because some conversions will be higher than others because of what the conversion actually is. A freebie or a lead magnet, as some folks call it, that should have a higher conversion than an actual product. And low price products should have a higher conversion than big ticket items. But regardless of what the conversion rate should be, I think it should be tracked for any and every major action a person can take on your website. The fourth metric is visits by traffic source. Traffic sources show you how people are finding your website. Maybe a search engine, social media, referring website. There are lots of options here. Most analytics programs will share with you the amount of visitors that are coming from a specific source. Understanding this metric helps you focus your marketing efforts to maximize the channels that work best for you. You can take this a step further and dig into bounce rate by traffic source, page views by traffic source, all that magic. But I recommend that everyone start with tracking visits by source and then going from there. The fifth metric is average session duration. The amount of time on average that a visitor spends on your site. It can be different for some folks. Usually the longer the better. A high average session duration can indicate that your content is engaging and valuable, while a low session duration may mean that it's time for a revamp. It's important again to group these by type, just like we did for conversion rates. My blog posts have high session duration thanks to my video content, while some of my resource articles don't. That's why I like to look at average session duration in groups of page types, comparing my blog posts with one another, and then my landing pages separately and my resource guides separately. So there you have it, the five essential metrics every website owner should track. Let's recap, shall we? Number one is bounce rate. If you see a high bounce rate, I want you to ask yourself, why are people leaving so fast and how can you make sure they find what they're looking for? The second metric is page views. You need to see how many pages people are looking at once they get to your site. If that number starts to decrease, I want you to think about creative ways that you can encourage them to explore more content on your website. One of the most common is listing related resources after a blog post. Metric number three, your conversion rate. I want you to group these by type because freebies should have a much higher conversion rate than a paid product. The fourth metric, visits by traffic source. Where is your traffic coming from? And can you do any strategic marketing to increase those stats for a specific channel? Number five, average session duration. Once someone gets to your site, how long do they stay? And consider grouping this metric by type, just like we did for the conversion rate. For my tutorial blog posts, I expect people to stay a lot longer than they do for a general resources page. Now, if you want a list of these metrics to keep on hand the next time you dig into your data, visit the show notes for this episode at thinkinsidethesquare forward slash podcast. This is episode number 20, so that'll be thinkinsidethesquare forward slash podcast forward slash 20. Thank you so much for listening to this shorty episode of Think Inside the Square. I hope you loved it. I have a lot more tips and tricks to share with you about making an amazing Squarespace website that's uniquely yours. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you happen to be listening to this episode. Thanks again for listening. And most importantly, have fun with your Squarespace website. Bye for now.